Welcome to the program, listeners. Tyler Friel with you on WISR 680 AM 107.5 FM. This is Let's Talk, our half hour where we sit down and chat with various businesses, organizations, and nonprofits in the area. Today, our guest is the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh. We've had Dr. Richard Rafferty on before, and he joins us once again inside the studio. Dr. Rafferty, good to see you once again. Tyler, thank you so much for having me again. It's great to be here. So as we uh, get uh, this program started, of course, we always like to let folks know that uh, if you do have to break for this half hour that we sit and chat, don't worry. We have you covered. You can go online to WISR680.com. Just look under the programs page, find Let's Talk, and uh, you will be able to find our program today with the DISC Institute. But Dr. Rafferty, we've brought a special guest, and this is one of your former patients. Mike Riley joins us inside the studio. Mike, great to have you here. Thanks for having me here, Tyler. Nice to see you and meet you. So we're going to get into your full story as you are, again, a patient of the DISC Institute, and you've got a fantastic story to tell. But before we get into that, we're going to go to exactly what the DISC Institute is. I know our listeners uh, have probably heard the program before, but in case they're unaware with what the DISC Institute of Pittsburgh is, Dr. Rafferty, could you explain it a little bit? Well, Tyler, the most important thing to understand about the DISC Institute is we're helping patients with severe DISC issues, bulging discs, herniated discs, degenerative discs, patients that were diagnosed with stenosis have tried so many different things to try to help their situation. They're facing surgery or maybe even already had a surgery uh, that really didn't uh, give them the results they were hoping for. Those are the type of patients that we're helping at the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh. And what it really comes down to, and I always like to say this right off the bat, is what makes us different, we have the technology at the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh to fix the problem. And that's so important. Patients really need to understand that your discs were designed to stay healthy all the way through your life. But due to injuries, you've lost the function of the joint, so you no longer are getting circulation to that disc, and it is degenerating because of that. And that's why you end up getting the bulges, the protrusions, the herniations. No matter what treatments you try that they're going to offer you, they were never designed to fix the problem. And the reason why our patients get their quality of life back they get better, they stay better over the years, and we have research uh, studies to, to prove that is because we're actually fixing the problem. And so when you talk about treatment, give me a typical story that a patient comes in and tells you and says, I've tried this, I've tried this, I've tried this, this is why I'm here. Yeah, what ends up happening is they realize that they are diagnosed with a disc issue. Uh, it comes up on the MRI. So physical therapy is usually one of the first things they'll try. They'll get some drugs, other medications. Sometimes they'll move as far as, as a, a shot or an epidural. But what ends up happening is whatever they do is only going to be temporary. Sometimes they get some temporary relief. Sometimes they don't. But even if they do get some relief, it always wears off. So they end up frustrated, looking for the next thing. They might get some chiropractic adjustments, which is great. But again, it's very temporary, the relief that they get. So that's, that's a typical patient. Then when they come to us, we explain to them in great detail what the problem is and then how we're going to fix it. So again, we'll bring Mike into this conversation, but you've had patients come back to you and, and tell you success stories, that they're back, they're doing what they love to do, what they wanted to do, and what they haven't been able to do for a long time. What does it do for you as a doctor to hear these success stories of people who are able to get back and live the life that they want to live? Well, what's great about it, 
Tyler's it's 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 it is def- definitely very rewarding, but we see it over and over and over again. So it just makes it more it reinforces it so much more for my staff and myself that we are really doing what needs to be done to help these people get their quality of life back. And it's so sad that there's that that if they don't know what the problem is, they'll never know that that's what they have to do to fix it. And it's if you anything that you try, any, anything that they're going to offer you as a disc patient was never designed to fix the problem or heal the disc. So people hear this, and I think maybe a curiosity is, how did you get involved? Uh, you know, how did you get into this being your passion, this being your line of work? Yes, I, it was. It's such a blessing. There was a Dr. Manella in Michigan who actually started this, worked with the engineers, and they came up with the medical equipment that was. Uh, produced exclusively to rehabilitate the joint and restore the function to get the what's called the in the physiology books it's called the pump mechanism and the pump mechanism is designed to get circulation to the disc in fact the disc is avascular so it's the only way to get circulation to the disc and when that fails due to injury it will not function and then without circulation that's why the disc breaks down as we said earlier so what it really comes down to is that uh, I found out what, what Dr. Manella was doing in Michigan. I thought it was great. I went up and spent some time with him, and then I decided to change my life and bring the Disc Institute to Pittsburgh. And it's been great. It's been really wonderful, and it's been uh, we're in our 13th year now. Well, 13 years. Here in, huh? here in Pittsburgh, yes. That's fantastic. Is it standard procedure? Uh, so what I mean, is it the same for everybody, or is it a very individualized process? The medical equipment is engineered in such a way that, that I can be very individual with okay. how I help each one. But having said that, each patient has the same problem, the failure of the pump mechanism. And what's interesting is it says it right in the anatomy book, failure of the pump mechanism. That's what the problem is. That's what goes wrong. And it happens due to injury. So let's talk to one of your patients here. Mike Riley is a Butler native, uh, and you went to the Disc Institute so, Mike, uh, if you just want to give our listeners a little bit of a story as to what led you uh, to go to the Disc Institute. Sure. Um, back in 2009, I was in a construction accident and broke my back in two places. So after coming out of the hospital, I was in a body cast for six months in bed, home nurse coming, stuff like that. Took me out of the cast, and I decided it's time to start rehabbing to see if I can get myself back on my feet again. Because at this point, I could not use the right side of my legs whatsoever at all at all couldn't put no weight on them to save my life so um it was a wheelchair and crutches and just trying what i could to to get myself going there so i went through some rehab programs and they decided that i wasn't ready for rehab yet still not knowing that my discs were we knew that there was a problem but we didn't know how far in i was so um they sent me to go get the epidural shots. And, on the, and the whole time through this, I'm on all the pain meds. The yeah. pain meds didn't even really mask it because my pain was that intense. Um, so we'll lead up to about a year of going back and forth through the booster shots. Full trying year. To rehab, full year. Trying to get myself back to walking again in a wheelchair at the whole entire time. So um, got to the point where none of that was going to work. But it was the rehab was getting me to the point where I could get out of the wheelchair and do just a little bit. So I tried that. And then one day... I was at home and I felt this, it was, it was a bone to bone situation in the back. And, and when it hit me, it was a shock that went through me. And then Ugh. five minutes after that, like I had a lot of pain, but then the extreme pain came in. 
the play. So a couple of days after that, I get to go to the neurosurgeon. I go down to him and he says to me, he says, well, he says, looking at everything we got going on here with you right now, we're going to put you in for an emergency fusion operation. And he told me exactly what he was going to do to my back. And it was the middle of my back. They were going to fuse it twice over. And I asked him, I says, just hypothetically thinking about this for the future of myself, my quality of life, what's, what's going to make this any different than where I am right now. I said, cause I'm a firm believer that after that's done, I'm probably in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. He couldn't answer me. Mm. So I left, I was done with that. Yeah. So I get in my car, I drive away, I'm going through Oakland and I get a phone call from my father and he had told me about the disc Institute. He just heard the advertisement on the radio, give them a call. So I gave him a call and I told him what was going on with me. Next day I come down with, my mom, she drove me down there because I couldn't drive. You can't a car. drive it. Can't drive it all. Nope, can't do it. Um, go down there with her, and we go into the office and we sit down, <laughs> and and I give him the MRI, and he's looking at the MRI, and he looks at me and he goes, "Oh boy," he says, "I I, I don't know. I, I we're going to try this. It's not going to hurt you to try it." He said, "But I, I, you're really far out. I, I don't know if this is going to work." So. And that's what you try to be honest with your patients, right? Oh, absolutely. We turn a lot of patients away. Um, that's why we don't charge for the complimentary evaluation uh, to give everybody a chance to find out if they're a candidate. Yeah. And if they're not, I, I will not only tell them I can't help them, but I'll try to give them a direction to go in. So take me back to when you see this. Oh yeah. So. I did. I told, I told Mike, I said, I don't know, Mike. I said, the engineering of the metal equipment, we know it can't possibly hurt you, harm you, or make you worse. It's that safe. But I really can't predict the outcomes for you like I can with my other patients. I mean, we have a 98% success rate um, proven by research. Yeah. But when you look at Mike's situation, I just told him, I said, you've tried everything else. And, and we're at a point right now, you're at a point where if, if we don't try, what are you going to do? And so we both were in agreement that if, no matter what the outcomes were, we were going to still be good with each other. Absolutely. <laughs> we, yeah. we were going to be okay with yeah. whatever the outcome was. Right. Because and I so, really, I didn't have an alternative at that point. This is, yeah. this is, do you find a lot of people come to you because they've tried the process that Mike did? Uh, absolutely. It's the same old story, really. You know, you try the drugs, you try the shots. You try the physical therapy, chiropractic, and nothing works because, like we said before, nothing fixes the problem. And I'm not sure if we said, but this was 12 years ago. It was 12 this years was ago 12 for me. This was 12 years okay. ago. I don't know that the, the listeners have caught that yet. But this is a conversation we had, and and we did this together 12 years ago. Right. Yeah. So you get that. Dr. Rafferty lays it out for you. Don't know if this is going to work. But do you want to try it? You say, yes, 100%. Put my head down. He said, you need to get off all the pain pills and medication you're on. You need to do this naturally. And you need to listen to my program and follow me. And if you do, hopefully we have a good outcome. But you're the test patient. We're going to see what's going to happen because we're going to take it further than I think you've ever thought about taking it, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and, it was uh, it was going to be a challenge to get your disc to heal. So what I did was I put my head down. I said, you know what? I'm going to go through the program. So... We went through the program, and uh, as time went on, boy, I, I just I, it, I was starting able to walk again. I was starting to do what I had to do day to day. Things were getting better. I remember the one day um, I said to them, I says, now you watch. I'm going to go up and down the hallway here, and I'm going to walk up and down the hallway. Because when I went there, I mean, seriously, it would take me an hour to figure out how to go from the car into his office because I couldn't walk. That's 
I mean, you can't walk then at that point. Right. Yeah. When I had to drive myself down there, I would lean on the left side of the door of the car and use my left leg to drive because I couldn't use my right leg at all. I couldn't sit on it. I couldn't put weight on it. So getting through all that, um, when I told them I was going to do this, they all, like the whole staff, the office, everybody watched, and literally I walked up and down that hallway straight, and it was amazing. Yeah. Nobody could believe that I, I got to where I was with it, you know, and, and it's just my quality of life came back. My quality of life's awesome. And that's one thing that I think we've talked about, too, and it's good to hear from a first person. When you have that health issue, not only are you dealing with the pain, but it takes away the things that I'm sure you love to do. Absolutely everything. I changed a career out of it. Yeah. I was a truck driver before I got into what I'm doing now, and uh, the accident took that career away from me. And uh, But I, I still, I couldn't be happier today as to where I am with everything as far as the career, as far as what the Disc Institute did for me. I mean, I'm 100%. We just put a privacy fence in behind our house. My wife and I did it. I'm fine. You feel good. I feel great wow. every day. Ride motorcycles, you know, do, do physical activities, hang out with my kids. You know, it's, just, it's, it's great. I, did, I really got my quality of life back. So take me to where you're at mentally when you begin this, because when you lose a quality of life, you're losing those things that, you know, again, things that we take for granted until something happens to it, us. It was a real rocky road at home. Um, my wife was very worried. Um, I had told them that if I can't, <clears throat> excuse me, if I can't get past this, I don't know what's next. I don't even know if I'm going to be here, to be honest with you. So it was very difficult at home. Because, I mean, I was in pain constantly. She's trying to take care of the kids. I mean, my son was three at the time when this oh. started. So, you know, the motivation to right after that was when my three-year-old walks up to me, puts his hand on my back, and says, you're never going to walk again. That right there is what made me really put my head down and say, whatever we got to do, ramp it up. Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to get there. And I did. Yeah. So, again, Dr. Rafferty, you hear stories like that. Uh, I'm sure... For you, there's this determination for you and your staff to make sure you can pull people up and get them back to doing the things that they want to do. Yes, it's, it's, it is difficult at times because um, the DISC patients have been disappointed so many times. And it's really hard to understand and get them to understand that there is new technology. There is something new under the sun. And that's what I was saying earlier is that when we see it day after day after day, it's so rewarding. Um, so when a patient does decide to start the program, we get very excited because we know what's coming for them. Yeah. And my staff kids, they're great. They get as excited for the patient as they get their quality of life back as, as they are. It, it's really true. It is one of the things I got to say about his staff. I have been through obviously all the medical things yeah. in and out of all kinds of places. I have never in my life met a staff that is so personal, so uplifting, keep you motivated, keep you going. They are fantastic. That's got to be good to hear as well. <laughs> it is. It is because I, I think they're awesome, and uh, I know they all have great hearts uh, for the patients, and, and they're very kind, and it's, it's so genuine. But for me to say it is one thing, but it's nice to hear it from a Yeah, they, they really kept me motivated. I mean, there was a lot of, in the beginning, because I was as bad as I was, there was a lot of them thinking to themselves, I don't, wow, this outcome, who knows? Yeah. We all were very wondering what was going to happen with me. But as time went on and I got better and better, it was even a relief for all them as well to see that I was getting there. Yeah. And uh, 
it's just it's a, it's amazing for me it's miracle stuff yeah for sure so for uh this entirety of the process do you remember how long it took you before you really started to feel like hey i feel like i'm getting back into the swing of things here i want to say about a month in really a month in and as bad as i was things were just starting to move like my back was loosening up my hip was starting to come back around where it needed to be i was able to not struggle as much to try to get around you know, yeah. and we'll say a month and a half in, I'm putting weight on my right leg at that point. I'm Which starting is something to really that hasn't happened in a year. It, it hasn't happened point. in three years three because years it led up to three years wow. of me being in a wheelchair and trying to figure out rehab to get me to a spot where I could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to get through this. If it, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the Disc Institute, I'd still be in a wheelchair. Yeah, I know I would be. Is that a typical timeline or does it vary uh, across the board? Well, I always tell patients, because that's a great question, is, is the first half of the program is all about stopping the degenerative process. We're going to introduce circulation to the disc. We're going to reintroduce some movement to the joints, break up some of that scar tissue to allow the joint to begin to function again. So the first half of the program is all about stopping the degenerative process. And then the whole second half is all about getting the healing started. And um, when, to answer your question, when the disc begins to heal, that's when you start to see improvements showing up in how you're feeling and functioning. And I always say this, once you start the healing, because the body is so wonderfully made that it wants to heal. It yeah. loves to heal. It's designed to heal. It's designed to self-repair. We know if you cut your hand or whatever, you're, you, it's innate. But you have to give back what's missing. And so that's why you have to fix the problem if you want the disc to heal. But once it starts to heal, you can't stop it. It just keeps on coming. So, Mike, how old are you when this accident happens? Early 30s. Early 30s. Mm. Is there an age that you typically see as your target demo, or is it really across the board? Well, when you understand that the failure of the pump mechanism is what causes all this due to injury, it happens at any age. We have teenagers in our program. We've had... Uh, you know, many patients in their 20s, 30s, 40s. Our average age is 56, but we've had 11 patients in Pittsburgh in their 90s really? through our program because it's so easy. The engineering of the medical equipment is safe, it's gentle, it's easy. There's nothing difficult about it. And uh, so we've had 11 patients in their 90s do their program and do great. And they're feeling great? They're feeling great. Absolutely. And I'm sure for, I mean, you're saying 12 years now after mm -hmm. you went through this process, you're doing everything you want to do. Everything. Everything. That's great. Checking off my bucket list one at a time and doesn't matter what it is, I'm going to try it. That's I'm determined great. to keep going no That's matter what, what. You were saying what? You want to try flying? I want to try flying next. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Could you 12 years ago envision yourself no. ever? No, not at all. Wow. Wouldn't even think about it. 12 years ago, I was thinking about how I'm just going to make it through today. Yeah. Every day. That was it. That was my challenge. Like the commute back and forth to his place was about an hour trip, you know, one way. Um, it was four hours for me because I had to plan it. I had to plan how I was going to get in the car, how I was going to get there. Once I got there, how I'm going to get in there and then get back out and go home. That's what it was. It, it, my whole day was spent around planning. How can I do this without getting myself into more pain than I'm in already? So take me back to the first day that it starts to work. The first day that you can really remember like, hey, I'm kind of moving again. What's going through your mind? The most extreme joy ever <laughs> because I'm getting my quality of life back. And yeah. that's what I was hoping for. Um, I put all my faith in that. I'm thinking to myself, this is my alternative. I don't have a choice. So, and I've tried everything for three years. This got to work. And it did. Um, the day I said that and watched me dance down the hallway was the day where things really started coming together. And then when I got home and my family seen me get out of the car and 
I walked. Yeah. Normal. That was bigger than anything else ever, you know, because we never thought I'd get there. And we're talking with Dr. Richard Rafferty of the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh. His guest is Mike Riley Butler, one of his former patients. You mentioned, you know, the process that you saw him and thought, all right, this is a candidate that's going to take a lot of work. If someone uh, is interested, how what are the steps that they have to go to to determine if they're a good candidate? Well, what they do is they'll give our office a call and they'll make a, an appointment to come in and, and uh, meet with one of my staff to, to uh, share some information about their situation, what's been going on, bring their MRI. If they don't have an MRI, uh, we can order one for them. Uh, and then I'll, I'll spend a lot of time. I'll spend a lot of time um, reviewing all the information they share with my staff, reviewing the M MRI to make sure that they're a good candidate. And if they are, then we will uh, invite them in for another appointment and i'll explain all the details of what the problem is how we're going to fix it and how we're going to get their quality of life back so over the course of now 13 years uh you said what the success rate 98 percent. yes that's a good number oh <laughs> uh, you know we were actually surprised because we were we were doing great and we had success stories like like mike and patients were getting well and we had all these testimonies which were great but we knew bringing something new into the medical field, you have to have research. That's what makes you legitimate. And that's what, you know, what do you tell people who are skeptical about this? You go, Dr. Rafferty, I see it, but, you know, is, is this something that actually is going to work for me? Exactly. So we had to get, re we had to have research. So we, we had been gathering all the statistics and the information. We had our patients from day one, and we still do, have them fill out gold standard research forms, but we weren't researchers. We didn't know how to put it all together, <laughs> you know? So we hired a third party research company and they came in and in a clinical setting, they just pull your files at random and they look at your results. And they're the ones, Tyler, that came back to us and told us we had a 98% success rate. And then they did all the statistics and they said, you know what? Your patients, when they're finishing the program, 98% of them are reporting being 75 to 90% improved compared to when they started and how they're feeling and functioning. That was huge to us. We were so excited. So we knew it was working and we knew that people were getting well. And then we knew they were staying well. So we said to them. That's we, a big thing. That's, too. that's really big. Because most of the time when you do pain treatments and you feel good, and you leave the program. What happens? The pain comes back. Yeah. But we knew we were fixing the problem. So we said to them, we said, hey, you know. We have a lot of patients that have been out of the program a long time doing really well. So they say, great, we'll do a dur durability study. So they got on the phone and they called patients that have been out of the program for at least three years. And they came back to us and said, you know what? 96% of them reported being as good as, if not better than they were when they left the program three years earlier. So when folks leave the program, their body's functioning on their own and they're good to go? Absolutely. At that point, the joint's rehabilitated, so all you have to do is what was naturally designed to take care of the disc is walk. When you walk, your joints are designed to function and bring circulation. Uh, the joints are designed to bring circulation into the disc. But when they're locked down due to injury, they can't do that. But when you leave the program, your physiology's back on the job and you're able to pump naturally and bring circulation. And one, like I said before, once you can bring circulation to your own disc, you don't need the Disc Institute anymore. You don't need the medical equipment to pump for you. You have your own physiology back. And that was kind of funny, kind of led you to get back in touch with Dr. Rafferty. You know, this was 
uh, like you said, life-changing uh, procedure for you, treatment Absolutely. for you. And you're, you're functioning so well, you're like, hey, you don't have to have those follow-up appointments. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm 100%. I, I, I used to do chiropractic constantly. I don't do that anymore. I don't have to. I don't have the back pain no more, the joint pain, the, the, the whole back issues. I don't have them anymore. Like, I feel great every day. It still amazes me that I'm even at this point in life right now with the whole situation I went through. It That's really awesome is. to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So as people hear our conversation, Dr. Rafferty, what are the ways to get in touch with you? Well, like it's interesting the way Mike got in touch with me <laughs> recently. <laughs> tell tell that story real quick. So I was driving to work the one morning and I heard the, the advertisement for the Disc Institute on your on your radio channel here yeah. and I said to myself, Well, I gotta give him a call just to see if there's anything I can do for Dr. Rafferty to help him out. Like if there's ever a spot that I could come do this, I would love to. Because really for me, I can't shout it enough that this is something that's seriously a good thing. Yeah. It really is. Um, boy, I wish people could like if there was some way we could show them my MRIs and everything I went through, <laughs> videos and all that stuff, I'm the one that, you know, has really gone through it, I think, further than anybody else would ever take it. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'm 100% successful out of the whole situation. So I couldn't be happier. It was great. And I don't mean as character, but is this one of the worst MRIs that you had seen come into your office? You know what? It, it, absolutely. He is probably still at this point the 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 most challenging case we ever had but you know what it did tyler is it gave me the confidence to try with other patients that i might have turned away okay but i i have the same conversation with with them is that i had with mike that well you know you're not a typical case but let's give us a try if you want to yeah and we have had great success with them where where a lot of times you know i might not have had the confidence to, to give them a try. And again, they're at their wit's end. They've tried everything. Uh, but to answer your question, we didn't, I guess we never did give the phone number. I guess huh? let's do the so, phone yeah, number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, 412-906-9600. That's our phone number at the Disc Institute. Uh, 412-906-9600. And a website if people want to check yeah, out. Yeah, pittsburghdiscinstitute.com location uh, where where are people gonna we're find right it? off the wexford exit of 79 so it's real easy from different parts of the uh of the city to get off of 79 right there from butler it's a real easy drive yeah. uh it really didn't take me long to come up here from the <laughs> office today yeah yeah it's seven butler to 79 to wexford yeah and yeah. Uh, hopefully at that point if you're seeing someone with back problems location of where they're going to go to get better is of no matter yeah. I mean, was that kind of factoring in for you? Yes. I lived in Slippery Rock and drove down there. And like I said, that commute, when I got to the normal spot of yeah. it's a normal day of driving down and driving back, it was two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't care where it was. It could have been on the other side of Pittsburgh, South Hills. And me living, <laughs> so I would have drove wherever I had to go to get there and to get it done for yeah. sure. So when you hear stories, and I know we mentioned this before, but yeah. when you hear this story, I mean, what does it do for you? What does it do for your staff? Just to say like, all right, this is working. It's so exciting. It gives us more and more confidence to help more people. And it also motivates us to try to get the word out. I, I just feel bad uh, for people that that finally get to the point of surgery and they're hoping that finally they can turn their situation around and they think they're going to get their life back. And you hear the horror stories of surgery. It's such a disappointment so many times that patients uh, don't really get what they were hoping for out of the surgery like you said you know it's been the crux and the theme of our conversation this fixes the problem 
Yes. Doesn't temporarily put a patch on it. This is something to fix the problem. Absolutely. And that, you have to do that if you want your disc to heal and you want to fully turn your situation once around once and for all and get your quality of life back. So what's been your favorite summertime activity, Mike, that you've been able to accomplish this year now that your back is just ripping and roaring? <laughs> so for me, um, we just bought a house. Like I said, we put a privacy fence in. I just became a grandfather, so ah, that's yeah, extremely that's exciting. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Um yeah, it's just just having my whole life back all together. It's just yeah. it's wonderful. You know, I, I never foresee me going through something like this. But now that I did and I'm educated, and I know all about it. Like I said, if I could scream it to the world about everything that these folks do at the Disc Institute, I would because it's miracle stuff. One more time, Dr. Rafferty, contact information for the Disc Institute. Uh, the website is Pittsburgh Disc Institute dot com. And the phone number is 412-906-9600. Dr. Richard Rafferty and Mike Riley, who are former patient and feeling pretty good right now. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for coming on in. Thank, Thank you, you so Tyler. much for having us. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. If you, missed, it. if you missed any of our program, as always, you can check it out online, WISR680.com. I'm Tyler Friel saying so long for now. You have been listening to Let's Talk.